0: Alright, here we go. We ain't gonna start just yet, but uh, hello, welcome to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Volianos, a.k.a. Coach V, and uh, I'm back on Twitch. You know, it's been a while, you know, I had to take care of some job stuff, but nah, I'm just happy to be back and get to uh, break down the film of some excellent quarterbacks here. Honestly, some quarterbacks that are real underrated. Uh, not only in Colorado or Arizona, but in the entire country, period. Honestly, I, I'm surprised not more D1s have offered because I think once the, those offers start flowing, it's it's going to be going. So, you know, you got to be ready, but I'm really excited to talk about these two players. Let me go ahead and chill out for a minute, though, and uh, and wait for everyone else to hop into this live stream here. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's let's give it a minute and whatnot. I know people will be joining here soon. Let me get this title right, though. Um, it did start a little early as well, so I ain't tripping about it. So we'll give a a couple minutes, or maybe not a couple minutes. We'll give it a minute or two, wait for some people uh, to come in, and then we'll get started here. Honestly, I'm not sure which quarterback I'm going to start with first. Uh, I've looked at both of their films already. One of them I've seen live a couple of times. Um, The other one, I got to see his film like earlier this week. And I watched a bit of it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. So I'm I'm really excited to just get to, you know, chop it up, look at these great quarterbacks, and talk about it. Because at first sight, they they look real good. I'll be honest with you, they look really good. Film breakdowns. There we go. Change the title. Alright. Got the music going. Sweet. I think we're in a pretty good spot here. So let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and start with the Colorado talent here in Jay's O'Reilly. I think there are some things I want to talk about here real quick. Uh, while, while, while it's fresh in my mind, you know, I have seen this kid play. Uh, okay, I've seen him do sevens, you know, so that's that's all right. Uh, and so, and I've seen him work out and do all that great stuff, do a combine when he was at Team Full Gorilla at those trials. So I've seen this dude uh, live, you know, I, I've met the guy, you know. And I've also been following uh, Giselle Riley here since last fall, about week three, I want to say is when I messaged him about week three because his golden team was, was killing it. Um, to start out the regular season, and really just the entire season, it was a historical season for Golden High School up there, and Giselle Riley was a big part of that, no doubt about that. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and start with Giselle Riley here, and then we'll get to Richard Stallworth here in a minute. Let me go ahead and miniaturize myself. All right, let's look at his Twitter first, because that's always a little a little telling here. Let me move uh, my box to the right here all right uh hey go ahead and give Giselle Riley a follow on Twitter recently he did just become a three-star quarterback so he's getting a little bit of recognition I wanted to do a film breakdown uh just so that I could compare it to next year's because he's probably going to make our top five seniors list in Colorado and so I really just wanted to get a film breakdown done and just get it out there you know just get it out there and be like all right you know here we go Um, This is where he started and then hopefully we'll see some improvements from junior to senior year. But Giselle Riley out of Golden High School. He's a class of 2023 quarterback uh, Golden here in Colorado. You know, this year, I believe was his first year starting on varsity. He sat out last year, that 2020 season, which, I mean, if you're going to sit out a year, that is definitely okay, Uh, because that was a shortened one anyways. And so, here we go. This last season was his first season as the varsity starter. Uh, 6'2", 206, he might be closer to 210. I did see a couple other things as well, but this dude is built. Like standing next to dude, I'm like, dang, bro. He's he's built. He's built like a safety linebacker type. I was uh, talking with uh Ryan Wesley, shout out to Prep reds on Coach West, and uh he, he said the same thing. He looks like a he looks like a next level player just by looking at I mean just looking at his body, right? You know, but he's legitimately a six two two oh six type for sure. And he's he's a big dude. He's a big dude at quarterback, which I I'm I don't know if I necessarily expected when i first saw him but definitely a good um you know pleasant surprise if you're a guy that's recruiting a quarterback you know there's always going to be injury issues if they're a little bit smaller or lankier or whatever but he's definitely filled out and he's only a junior so you could definitely get bigger as well so there you go 62206 3.7 gpa love to see that takes care of business in the classroom so coaches you don't have to worry about this kid um messing around and doing all that stuff this 40 yard time is the most updated one he did go to the elite 11 in vegas i want to say which ironically is where richard stalworth went as well so maybe they already met which would be wild but he was there as well but uh at the elite 11 he did get a couple of measurables which i'll pull up here in a second but Four six two 240, that is pretty good here uh, for a quarterback. You could definitely run just a little bit, you know. And obviously, like I said, this last year was his first year as a starter. But first-team all-conference, uh, OPOY MVP, all that great stuff. And he definitely deserved it. Like, this dude was killing it in his first year as a starter for this Golden High School team. And, you know, some people out of, you know, the state of Colorado, because I know we do have... Viewers today that are out of the state of Colorado, they may not be super familiar with Colorado football and all that, and that's okay, but Golden high school, just in general, is not necessarily a powerhouse, mind you. If anything, they're like, yeah, you know, a good season will probably be going 500. You know, obviously, Giselle Riley got them over 500 and a little bit more as well. So, there you go. As of right now, I don't believe he has any offers. Here's some pictures from the Elite 11 uh... all that great stuff but he doesn't have any offers has visited a couple of different spots as you see here he is a three-star here let me see if i could pull this up and make it a little bit bigger here he is a three-star according to twenty four seven you know so you love to see that finally got ranked um, and this was after he went to the elite eleven so that's pretty big time here and then uh, i might as well bring up this graphic From the elite 11 here so this is something that he got make it a little bit smaller here Uh, and there's some interesting numbers on here for sure so i'm sure every elite 11 player gets it but i mean he did a pretty good job you know there this is his rating 109.47 to compare that to other people you know national record 154.47 about average is an 88 you know and so you can look at all these numbers here for those of you who don't know what the elite 11 is the elite 11 is basically a camp for quarterbacks all the best quarterbacks in the country go to this thing um it, i know there's some crazy stat about elite 11 mvps usually those guys are like first rounders uh in the nfl you know coming out of college and all that stuff and so you got your guys i mean you have all the guys listed here Mac Jones, Lamar, Hurts, you know, these are kind of like the guys that improved throughout high school and college and got to where they're at. So maybe their Elite 11 ranking wasn't as accurate, but they still did a pretty solid. You have to have some sort of potential to put up these numbers, anyways. And then you have guys like Justin Fields, uh, Mariota, Zach Wilson, Tua you know they excelled at the elite 11 they did a good job and you know they they're still doing their thing in the NFL they're NFL level quarterbacks and so that's kind of just to give a quick explanation there but the elite 11 and if you're a good quarterback you succeed there you know and Giselle Riley he definitely succeeded his rating once again was a 109.47 this is how it stacks up against those um I know I want to say it's Trent Dilfer and, uh, all those guys out there that be running this thing. So, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dispute Trent Dilfer, obviously, because this dude knows what he's doing. So, so yeah, there, there you go there. But, uh, yeah, so th- that's, that's the scores from the Elite 11. Let me, uh, move this thing up just a little bit here. Some other measurables. So, 4'6", 240, 36-inch vertical is wild, you know. Uh, you have your agility, shuttle, powerball, bunch of that stuff. So there you go. Listed at 195, I think this was last week. So that's interesting. You know, he definitely looks a little bit heavier than 195. His playing weight is probably uh, above that for sure. So, so there you go. That's Giselle Riley. You know, uh, I just wanted to show off his Twitter here just uh, for a minute. You know, obviously he has some pretty good numbers and whatnot. Oh, and then real quick, let me bring up his stats actually. But obviously he had some pretty good athletic numbers. I mean, this dude is, uh, I'd probably say he's a dual threat, I would say. He's probably do with threat. I mean, you'll look at his numbers right here soon. And so let's, let's scroll down a bit. Uh, here we go. So first year, he did have two playoff games. So these two right here. Versus Shine Mountain. Uh, That was the first playoff game that Golden won in like 20 years. 19 years technically. But basically two decades. So that was huge. You know getting that dub. And a pretty big one too. Not that it was unexpected. And then we have the infamous Fountain for Carson game. I think I chose Giselle Riley to win this one. And then I went to this game. And I mean this Fountain for Carson defense was absolutely insane. Only had that one interception, which was on a hitch route. I know that for sure. And whatever corner was out there was sitting on it. And, uh, I mean, Fantasy Fort Carson, they have great defensive players. They have three corners, senior corners, make our top five senior list. And I I know we got a lot of flack about it for some reason, but that's just disrespect towards the south side of Colorado. And so, I mean, those guys could obviously play. (laughs) Obviously. So, I'm not even concerned about that. This game was actually... Like, as far as ceiling goes, I was like, okay, this Phantom Ford Carson team is way better than this Golden team as a group. You know, but for Giselle Riley to only have one turnover, and still go 9 of 18, so 50%. It's not too bad. You know, I, I would take that as a first-year starter in the first time in the playoffs, that's pretty dang good. I'm going to be honest with you. So, uh, there you go. On the season, though, here we go. 2085 passing yards. 25 touchdowns to 10 interceptions here. As far as rushing goes, he was used kind of a lot as a rusher. Oh, I didn't pass it. Here we go. So there you go. 103 carries, which is kind of a lot uh, for a quarterback, but that's okay. 973 yards, and then 17 rushing touchdowns. So his first year as a starter, he had, I want to make sure I get this right, 37 total touchdowns on the season. Which is pretty good here. So lots of like definitely stuffed the statue here. I had a couple big games uh, in general. I want to say he won Playmaker of the Week at least once here. But this Broomfield game was big. I considered it an upset basically. So that was huge there. Uh, against Celebrity, he really went crazy. Well, running the ball. I-, I felt like he went crazy with the amount of reps he got. Only had six attempts here. Still had two touchdowns. And then rushing-wise, he only had two carries. I think that's how it got out there. That's okay, though. Then you have some games against Chatfield, who did win state, by the way, on the 4A level. Uh, Only lost to them by one point. I believe Mason Austin was there. And then you have this Dakota Ridge game. I believe Dakota Ridge won their conference. And so this was a good one as well, which I believe Mason Austin was also at. You know, not too bad of games. I mean, he really kept uh, this uh, golden team into both of these. Let me show these rushing stats here. 81 yards against Chatfield. Very good defense, by the way. Touchdown. Against uh, Dakota Ridge, who has a lot of athletes. 202 rushing yards. Oh my God. And then a a, a very casual hat trick when it comes to rushing touchdowns. Same time, also threw 485 yards of a touchdown. Did throw a pick, though. So, very good stats for Giselle Riley in his first year as a starter. You know, you got if if you're a Giselle Riley, you kind of gotta be happy with uh, how this first year you went, you know. But going to next year, you definitely want to improve. Um, and we'll talk about next year here in a minute. But let's go ahead and let's go ahead and you know uh, react to his highlight reel here. And so this will be a raw reaction, about seven minutes. We'll look at the whole thing, react to some great plays, and then I'll probably also be doing some grading. As well here, which I'll talk about later. yeah, hmm? all right. Let me get my box out of the way. Yeah, let's get this thing going. Yeah, we'll go right here. How about that? <coughs> all right. So let's see. It. Definitely some uh, some plays I'm looking forward to watching here. Oh, this one's against Liberty. Oof. Liberty is not a good team, <laughs> but I'm glad he still hit this throw, though. This was a perfect time throw here. A little post route. I think this is the same thing, basically. It's just a little bit better covered. Still a good throw, though. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. He made those two guys run into each other. it has got some agility showing off here. He's a strong dude. Like I said, he's not a small quarterback at all. He's a pretty strong dude, so he's hard to tackle. You know, he at least was at 200 pounds when he was playing this season. So he, he could definitely, he could bang down low just a little bit. Oof, that's his playoff game. Still a good throw, though. Not bad. He could have aimed towards a, a little bit more towards the sideline there, but that's okay. Good blitz pickup by the running back. Sorry, I I just noticed that, but a good delivery as well. Oh, in stride, yep. Relatively in stride. That was an accurate pass. I remember seeing that one. Oh, is he going to make it? Yep, just barely. Okay, okay. Like I said, he got wheels, man. 4-6 40. That's not that. Obviously, he's not a running back. You know? So, it's not like the 40-yard dash matters that much. In general, it doesn't matter that much anyways. But he definitely got some wheels, man. He could burn you. That deep ball is definitely there for him, too. His throwing power is, uh, is special for sure. I got to see it live, and it's it's special i'll tell you that you could definitely stretch out defenses which will be interesting going into uh this next season here oh here we go he's running oh and he's out of there. there yep he is out of there. great timing good accuracy too Another fountain for Carson Highlight. Okay, okay. Oh, I remember this one too. This was early on in the game when I still felt like Golden had a chance. <laughs> but this was just a great play. Could have put it a little bit farther. A little bit. That was a little risky. It was still the right read because the receiver had to step on the DB. But I kind of wish he pushed that just a little bit farther. That safety had time to get over there. He just, I mean, he wasn't a good safety. He didn't make the play, obviously. So Okay. Now that was real nice here. We'll see that play here. But that was real nice here. I believe this was like... It looks like an out route. It is an out route. It's a pretty deep one here. Because this is the line of scrimmage. Well, it's like 10, 12 yards. But this is a good throw. Really good timing. Quarterback's on it. He is literally looking at Giselle Riley here. But this is just a real good throw. Route could have been a little bit better, to be honest with you. Definitely a little bit of a sloppy route. But just a good... uh, Good play here. Just a good play. Way to put it into space is really all I could say here. Let me look at this one more time, actually. Allow your receiver to go get it as well. But yeah, no, that's a good play by Giselle. Oh, roll up. Do I remember? Yep. could have set your feet and delivered that one, but that's okay. This is a good throw here over the middle. Quick little... Slant. and you have to be quick, because you know Ty Fave is waiting to light somebody up. Oh, uh, this is just open. Go get that first down. Go get more! Shoot, go get more! Go get more! I like it. I think he really was just trying to get the first down, but... Hey, if you go give him space, go get them yards, man. You can't give him space. You got you to gotta actually tackle this quarterback. No arm tackles either because he'll break him. Nice. Perfect throw there. Oh, another roll out here. Oh, a little low. Receiver definitely had to make a play on it. But it still got there. That's okay. This was effortless. Really just drop back and flick that wrist. Good though. Another type one of those type of does as well. Jeez man, he really tried. He really tried. <laughs> Good vision for a quarterback. I'm, I'm watching him running. He has, he has real good vision. Because some quarterbacks really just be... I, I don't know, but that vision is not there. <laughs> yep, you got to make him pay for that. That safety has to come out late. Put that on the line. Get it to your guy. Oh, I really... Okay, (laughs) okay, this was not a bad play at at all, but I really wish he he stepped up just a little bit. That could have been like a 10 or 15 yard loss. Oh, he took a hit on this one. Good placement, good throw. Way to stick in there too. Man, makes it look easy, man. Oh, took another hit. That's a good delivery. Let's look at that real quick just one more time here. That was just a real good delivery of this ball. Was it the edge rusher that was coming up? Yep, it was this one right here. Ideally, I- I'm going to nitpick just a little bit here because I definitely can. Would love for him to just step up here. I know this lineman is kind of turned around, which is probably why he did it. But maybe just a little bit earlier here. You- Let's see. Right here, you step up. You know, go ahead and take a step up, buy yourself an extra moment. Cause he definitely, it's it's a good ball. It's definitely a good ball, but you wanna just in case buy yourself some extra time on the next level. I mean, a half second, second, whatever, that'll mean the difference between a gain and a turnover. Which which sounds pretty harsh, but it's true. You know, you're gonna have faster edge rushers. And you're going to have corners that are paying attention. You know, that are going to be a little bit better here. But, you know, protect that ball, man. You don't want to take a five-yard, well, even with the drop back because you're in shotgun, then you're dropping back. You don't want to take a seven-yard loss just in case. You know, take that extra step and then deliver it. I really can't complain about it because he still completed it. Like I said, I, you know, nitpicking, nitpicking just a little bit. Zero coverage, so that's man-to-man fade backside let's see it oh he's just wide open on this would have liked it to be a little bit farther But just let it go man let your receivers go get i know i'm gonna okay let me pause this i'm gonna look at the camera for this i uh, golden receivers i'm not trying to throw shade at you but you ain't cherry creek receiver so i understand if you know there's some under throws and whatnot but I mean, you just got to let it go. I'd rather probably see an overthrow than an underthrow most of the time. I say that as this receiver gets great separation and catches it, though. So it's not like they're horrible, but not as good as they could be. Is this? Oh, that was to the receiver. Okay. Well, obviously it was to a receiver, just not the inside one like I thought it was. That was a good job stepping up and delivering. Perfect on that like that okay okay so yeah uh, a lot of things a lot of things to like for sure i mean obviously the stats are there here let me i should have actually just replayed this I'll, I'll replay here the stats are definitely there i mean this dude is good at football uh he could run it as well i think if you're a next level coach you look at that and i mean look at where offenses modern college offenses and NFL offenses are going you gotta have a running back, or sorry, running back. You gotta have a quarterback that's mobile, not a running back. You really don't need a running back, to be honest with you. But if you have a quarterback that's mobile, and not just mobile, but somebody that, like, could probably get 500 rushing yards in a season, you know, on the next level, it's pretty good, you know? You can run a lot of different things here. And Giselle here, as you see on this first play, also has an arm. A real beautiful deep ball when he chooses to let it go, you know. just really good accuracy on some of these throws. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start grading here. But, yeah, if you're, if you're a coach on the next level, I mean, the mobility, the athleticism itself in general should be enough to sell you. Plus, you know, he's not like like one of those shorter quarterbacks that are like great dual threats or whatever that you'll eventually move to receiver he's a legitimate 6'2 205 210 you know so dude is built no he is probably he has your prototypical size for a quarterback and whatnot and so i mean if you're a coach you gotta love that man i mean he's an athlete he's not super short i think you look at this kid and you're like okay I could do a lot with him. And honestly, when he's on fire, this dude is on fire. I'm telling you. You know, there are some games just, and I, I did watch the live, but watching through game film and hearing what Mason had to say because he was at a lot of these games, there are some games where this dude took his game to a whole new level and looked like the best quarterback in the country. Some games. And then there are some games like this Fountain for Carson game. Where, I mean, there wasn't too much he could do because of the situation he was in. But still, though, there are quarterbacks, you know, that would have uh, done maybe a little bit more. You know, maybe you want just a little bit more. Not a ton more, but just a little bit more out of your star quarterback. But, I mean, for the potential itself, this is probably a kid that most colleges would be like, okay, you know, let let me get a year or two, you know, let me trust my own coaching how about that for once and let me see if I can make him into the star quarterback that he can be that we saw him be for Golden this last year and he's getting better you know he was a one year starter going into this next year I'm going to I'm going to keep this separate of my actual film breakdown but going into this next year I'm a little worried Golden I don't believe has a football coach right now Maybe they, I don't think they do because their head football coach left for Ralston Valley. So going into next year, I'm, I'm concerned. You know, there's definitely concerns uh, about what offense they run, especially Colorado, because for some reason, Colorado teams, and I mean that I'm going to be closer to the mic here Colorado teams are obsessed. With the wing T for no reason. And it's like the stupidest thing. We look like the biggest bunch of suckers in the entire world. Because we have all these damn athletes. But you know we, we go run wing T though. So anyways. That's that's just a quick rant there. So my biggest fear. For Giselle Riley. Is that they bring in a stupid wing T coach. Or a run first coach. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to call him stupid. Because when you have a quarterback like this. You can't be running it unless you're running it with him. But even then, you should have more passing attempts than rushing attempts because I feel like that's something that might happen. And so uh, as a recruiter, as somebody that's, you know, like an outside source, looking into this and following this situation closely, I am going to be interested in seeing how a senior year goes because I'm just going to say this right now. If they don't put him in the right situation to succeed, it's not going to be his fault. It's going to be the coach's fault. I'm gonna be honest with you, there's not many ways you could really screw this up. But knowing Colorado coaching and whatnot and just kind of like the talent pool we have here, which isn't the biggest in general, there's definitely a little bit of concern. And so I'm gonna throw that out there before I do the film breakdown, because literally none of this has to do with Giselle Riley. Giselle Riley is such a good kid. Met the dude, nice guy. You know, everyone really does think he's a nice guy. like everyone I talk to is like, man, that Giselle kid, he's a good dude. Like, straight up. So it's not like his coach left for that. He went to probably a situation where he got paid a little bit more over at at the Valley. I'm not even going to lie. I don't blame him. I'm not salty about it. I don't think Giselle should be salty about it. And not that I'm saying he is, but as of right now, he is kind of in a tough situation. It's like, okay, how is the senior year going to look? You know? And if he has lower numbers or doesn't do as well, how much of that is his fault compared to, you know, the coaching staff. And so there's definitely a bit of pressure on the coaching staff here. And obviously on Giselle because this is his senior year. He's a one-year starter as of right now. And so college coaches, I mean, they're looking for him to have a good year. If he has a good year, then those offers are going to start rolling right at the end of the season. He could be one of those guys, honestly. So we'll, we'll just have to see. You know, but here, let me go ahead and restart this highlight here. Boom. Okay. And then, actually here, before I start this highlight, this is what I'm going to do, because this is the smart thing to do. Let me me show y'all something real quick here. Okay. So, uh, here's how we do film breakdowns. And this is how I'm going to grade Richard Stallworth as well. You know, we got 10 categories. You got a rating, 1 to 10. For each category so I'll give you a number 1 to 10 for each category here um shoot I should have brought up the rubric Uh, I'm gonna be real simple here about a five if I give you a five or a five to seven on one of these ratings you're about average probably closer like you need more improvement to make it to the next level but you're about average you need improvement right there you go so that's kind of what a five to seven is 7 to 8, that's above average, you know, solid enough. You know, it's something you do relatively well. On the next level, it might translate onto the D2, uh, D3 level. It probably will, but that's not a certain thing, you know. And so it's above average, but definitely something you should work on. 8 to 9, that's a pretty big range there. But, you know, about an 80, or sorry, an 8.5, my bad. An 8.5, if I give you an 8.5 on any of these categories here or well these 10 categories uh here basically i think you're on par with the three-star you know talent in the entire country i think you're a three-star talent at this specific category love that but yeah so i think you're a three-star talent In this specific category. If I give you an 8.5. Or even an 8 just in general. a Lower 8. You know below an 8.5. You're probably a lower 3 star. You know if you're 8.5 and above. You're a higher 3 star to 4 star type of guy. You know. And then 9 to 10. Not like low 9s. High 8s. If I give you that. Then you're kind of in that 4 star talent range. uh, For this specific category. Not just in general as a player. And then if you get a 9. Which I'm real picky on. And Cody is even more picky, to be honest with you, but usually I'm pretty picky here Then, you know, you're about four star, high four star, high five star, right? Uh, That's more, I would say, if I give you a nine to to close to a ten. So there you go. And then altogether, we'll add up all these ratings here, you know, about an 80 is a three-star. If an overall like rating, so adding up all these points, it comes out to an 80. You're about a three-star, 94-star above a 95 is around a five-star. But I, yeah, we'll we'll see about that. So this is what I'm gonna grade. I'm gonna go ahead and play Giselle's film here and Mute Up uh, while I give him some ratings, and then we'll we'll come back and talk about it. So uh, so yeah. But let me go ahead and uh, play this here just so you like y'all could rock, watch. And then we'll we'll come back here in a minute. All right, y'all. Let's uh, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty here. So we graded, I graded. Now we, but I graded Giselle Riley here. Uh, I I was pretty tough because I've seen this dude play. Like I well, okay, I've seen him throw. I haven't seen him play. I think going into next year, I need to see him play to fill out a couple a couple more of these and feel like super duper comfortable with it, which I will, you know, when it comes to top five senior rankings in the state of Colorado, I take those very seriously. Everyone here on the podcast does. I think that's something that some players are like, oh, y'all, y'all don't know what you're doing and all this stuff. And that's fine. You know, you could think that, but we go to multiple games to evaluate players live, you know, on top of having access to, you know, some full games, some highlights and all that. So we, we do a lot of research, and we—I we, we, can't talk. We re-watch some of those. We go to these off-season workouts to see some of these players work out in person, and it's to help our evaluation when it comes to these senior things. And so there you go. I'm just going to throw that out there. But definitely some room for improvement here, but I do think he's a very talented quarterback. And so let's go ahead and hop into this. I'm going to keep this highlight playing, actually, because I think that makes the most sense here. And I'm going to talk about the grades. I will give the final grade here at the end and show the rubric for that. All right. So remember, each category you could get a rating one out of ten, and then you know your overall rating is out of hundred, obviously. So let's uh, let's start with arm power. I'm very sure of this rating. Now it could go up by a point or two. Um, it just depends, you know. But I gave him a nine point three uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to change it right now, I gave him a 9.3 for arm power, and I'm pretty sure about it, I've seen this dude sling it in person, you know, throw a couple different routes, and whatnot, and it's there, I mean, for Giselle Riley, it's a flick of the wrist, you know, and it'll be, it'll go 60 yards downfield, or something crazy like that, and be accurate, or, you know, he's gonna go ahead and flip it to, Uh, like oh well not here i thought this was gonna be one of those plays uh that just played out here maybe this one against fancy for carson is nope okay but you could also throw it short as well is what i'm trying to say fit into some pretty tight spots i'm not concerned about this dude's arm power you gotta also keep in mind he plays for golden high school you know their home stadium it gets pretty windy you know And then going, some of the teams they play as well, it gets pretty windy. And so his arm power is obviously strong enough to cut through some of those strong wins here in Colorado. And here in the Rockies, it does get a little crazy at times. And so I am not concerned about this dude's arm power. I think it's a 9.3. I think it's about on par with a lot of four-star, five-star guys, uh, quarterbacks around the country. Uh, As far as arm power goes, I'm just going to say that. Now, when it comes to arm accuracy, definitely have a little bit of concerns, but I still gave him a pretty solid 8. Now, here's the thing with accuracy. I think there are definitely times where, you know, he's compensating to the athletes he has around him. Like I said, you know, Golden, they're not really known as a football school. They have some guys out there, but I wouldn't necessarily say they have any receivers or skill players right now. Right now that are D1 guys, you know, you have a lot of guys that, I mean, you know, you kind of just work with what you got, they're gonna work hard, and they're gonna do their thing, you know, and so, um, like I said, I'm not trying to roast them or anything like that, I'm just talking reality here, and so I think he's definitely adjusting to a little bit of that skill level, which is why he's throwing some of these balls a little bit shorter, why he's throwing some of these, like, a little late, it kind of feels like a time, so it looks like the ball is a little bit behind, but regardless, I mean, The receivers still come up with the ball because they have like a step or two on their DBs. Now, when I did watch him at the Team 4 Guerrilla tryouts, you could definitely tell that, you know, there are some issues there. Now, I don't think he's an inaccurate quarterback. I do think he's someone that you probably need to kind of get into rhythm to get going early on, which kind of goes for most quarterbacks. But for Giselle Riley here, the fourth, uh, by the way, which I haven't been saying the fourth part. But for Giselle Riley here, I really think he's somebody that, you know, you want to kind of get into a rhythm. It would be kind of tough taking deep shots early on unless they're wide open. And so, I mean, you got to work towards your quarterback strengths. I think just the reason why it's at an eight and not higher, and honestly, it could even be lower than an eight. I seriously thought about putting it in the sevens. Um, It's just consistency. I feel like consistency is a little all over the place. There are times where he's going to throw a beautiful ball, perfect placement. Not being perfect, perfect placement. And then there are times where it's like, uh, it's underthrown, or it's overthrown, or it's a little off, you know, here and there. And so consistency is really what I'm looking for going into his senior year. So there you go. Timing on throws, I gave him a seven. Um, my biggest thing with that is consistency. I think, I don't think Giselle Riley is an inaccurate quarterback. I think he's someone that probably needs to work on his timing just a little bit more here. And so. With that being said, you know, to show off that timing, arm accuracy, you know, the stuff I'm talking about right now, I want to see him throw comeback routes consistently in rhythm, you know, out routes for sure in rhythm, you know, dig routes. That's a big one that requires good timing and obviously accuracy. That'll be big. Uh, Post corners. Not many teams run those, but if he does have that chance to throw that ball, you know, and it's open and it's the right read, I would love to see it. You know, and so those are just a couple routes I'm throwing out there that I really look at when evaluating timing, accuracy, all that stuff. Just a couple. I'm not going to say all of them right here, but I think I really want to see those. Because on his film, I mean, just looking at his film and looking throughout some games, I mean, he goes deep a lot, and that's great, you know, but I would like to see him really work that medium game. If he could be a master of that medium game, and I'm talking, like, medium routes, like, 10 15 plus to like 20 25 okay you know there you go i i could i could bump up these grades obviously quite a bit here but i just need to see it though that's the biggest thing so there you go overall mechanics and fluidity God, shout out his dad uh great quarterback coach by the way he giselle riley is not uh, sorry giselle riley the fourth is not Coached by a um, like one of those expensive quarterback coaches like Jenkins Elite, that'll charge you too much money to be honest with you. Uh, he's coached by his dad, and his dad did a good job. I have not found anything wrong with his mechanics. Saw it in person. You no, know, I think it's pretty good for the most part here. Um, and I'm pretty tough on mechanics, you know, which is pretty pretty rare that I'll I'm pretty willing to give this grade. But I'm gonna give him a nine. Definitely has you know some. I would say he definitely has, like, a little bit of a, like, he could could be at a 9.2 or 3, you know. It could be a little bit higher, but I think a 9 for now is a solid rating for how much I've seen this dude play. You know, and so I'm not going to give him a bigger grade if I haven't seen this dude play as much as I'd want to when it comes to evaluating certain things. And so I'm thinking nine is pretty good, pretty smooth release, quick release. You know, if anything, uh, I'm mostly watching his lower body, seeing if his uh, feet are set. And there are times where it's a little inconsistent. You know, you could clean that up in an off season, really in a couple weeks. That's just a habits thing and you'll be fine. Overall, the mechanics is not an issue at all. He is a D1 guy when it comes to mechanics, for sure. So, easy there. Decision-making skills. Gave him an 8.7. I think this is a very solid grade for him. Even when, and I even when, Fort Carson was bringing the heat, showing him different looks, his receivers were not getting open, because, I mean, they just have better corners. You know, Giselle Riley still made good decisions. Now, if you look at the stat sheet, it's going to say 9 of 18 in a pick. You know, but the way this Fountain for Carson defense was getting pressure, blanketing receivers, putting them in tough situations like third and long, second longs, stuff like that. You know, Giselle Riley did a very good job. You know, I got to give him a lot of credit for this, man. He did an excellent job against arguably one of the best defenses in the entire country. You know, and so I'm very high on his decision on his decision making, sorry, I can't talk right now, on his decision making, it's not higher just because, look, there are close games, and I'm looking, I'm going off of stats ironically, but there are close games that he had against Dakota Ridge, Chatfield, where he did have a turnover in those games, and in those games, you lost by a score, you know, if you didn't have that turnover, maybe you would have won. Um, barely, but maybe he would have won. And so I, I'm, like I said, I'm being a little nitpicky here, but I want to see how he continues to get better from a mental aspect student of the game going forward. But right now, I mean, he's not going to do too much here. He's going to stay within his reads. He does a good job going through reads and whatnot. And, and I like it, you know, I do think he does have a little bit of a, I'm saying a little bit he definitely has a, a little bit of arrogance at times. Like there are some plays where he's trying to make, he's doing a little bit too much, like fading backwards in the pocket or like trying to just keep a play alive for as long as possible. Or, you know, just not taking the check down in front of you and trying to wait it out like here and take a, you know, deeper shot, which works out, but you could still clean up that game, tune up that game just a little bit more. But for a first year varsity starter, This is pretty good. You know, this is pretty good. But, yeah, I think he's right on par with some three stars, high three stars, low four stars around the country when it comes to decision making. From what I've seen so far, which isn't the biggest, you know, sample size, mind you. So there you go. Uh, Scramble ability gave him the same grade, 8.7. I mean, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not Kyler Murray. You know, he's not like a 4-4 really well kyler i got to see him in person compete against him kyler's like a four three probably close to four two type of guy when he's right you know when he's you know out of shape he's probably closer to a four four and i could confirm that uh lamar is probably the same deal Giselle riley here he's not those guys but he's still got wheels you know four six that's not bad you know you could gain five to ten yards a pop you know on, on the next level not on this level but on the next level the college level and so you know he can definitely run a little bit here I think the biggest thing going for him as a scrambler is that he's a big dude at quarterback like you have to wrap up with him you can arm tackle he can't do any of that stuff because he'll hit you with a little stiff arm because he does have kind of a nice stiff arm and he's also agile as well and so he'll he'll catch you with a quick one you know if you're not paying attention and just hit you with that You know, and he's a strong dude. You know, he's a strong dude, runs relatively low and whatnot. And so he's going to break tackles. That's just what he's going to do. There are some football players that are just going to break tackles. And so he's just very good at that. I wouldn't necessarily, like I said, I wouldn't call him like super elite at it, but he's pretty good. So I think an 8.7 is fair. Don the run ability, honestly, didn't see too much of this. Saw a couple rollouts. That's fine. You know, but I gave him a 7.6. Would like to see how his throw on the run accuracy is when it comes to throwing deep and throwing some of these medium routes um, because you just didn't really see a lot of those, honestly. So uh, there you go. But 7.6, pocket awareness, 8.6. I think he knows that pressure is coming at him. I mean, look at this play right here. He knows that the pressure is coming, but he's pretty poised in the pocket you know, and I think part of that is because he knows what's around him, he's aware, and so 8.6, I think, is pretty solid. Now, I'm not gonna lie, there are times where maybe it looks like he's a little oblivious to the pressure, but he knows that he's gonna go ahead and anchor down and throw from the pocket, you know, that's a decision he already made, but he's not quite, like, like, he's not, you know, reacting to the pressure as efficiently as he could. I think there are times where, you know, he could step up, take a step up, or, you know, make make small movements, efficient movements, to buy yourself a little bit more time. And he doesn't quite do that. He'd rather kind of stick in the pocket and then, you know, make a perfect throw while, get, while getting smashed, you know. And so... Don't do that. You're already a running quarterback, or you're already a quarterback that can run. You know, you don't want to take unnecessary hits. So if you can, buy yourself an extra half second, and you have a quick release. So that's really all you need. Then do it, and then go deliver the ball. You know, Deliver a good one, too. So there you go. Uh, pocket movement, a little bit lower. Like I said, 7.7. I feel like he doesn't utilize this as much as he probably could. There are a lot of times where I feel like, hey, just take a step up. And then release it, you know, by yourself a half second more. Don't take that hit and then release it like he did just here, you know. Or do something, make the guy miss and then go release it, you know. And so I think I'm going into his senior year, I'd love to see him really work that pocket. Show that when it comes to working the pocket He's a manipulator. you know. He's the ultimate manipulator. He's going to buy himself some time. He's going to make defensive guys mad because he's not like rolling all the way out or running all the way backwards or doing all this crazy stuff. He's taking very precise and efficient movements, and he's killing you with that. And so I'd love to see him do that a little bit more here. Raymond size, I mean, you can look at what I give. You can look at the grades I give other guys um, if you want to compare that. I gave him an 8.5. He's listed at 6'2", 206, weighed out of 198. Realistically, I think his playing weight is probably closer to 210. I'm just going to be honest with you. If it's not, then it's not. But he looks, he's, he's a big dude. You know, he definitely passes the eye test. Uh, like Coach West said, you know, he looks like a damn safety. So, or he looks like a good defense player out there at least. So there you go. Overall, adding on, uh, all these ratings here, all this stuff, I gave him an 83.1, which is pretty good. That's about a three star, which is what he's ranked right now. I definitely agree with that. And for a guy to be a first year starter and to be a three star right now, that's pretty good. Now, and you gotta mind, mind you, you know this is a grade that I'm giving him uh, based off last season's film. Mostly, and then you know, some off season stuff going into this next season, he could easily be a four star guy because some of these attributes here. Here, let me go ahead and pause this and then show you the rubric that I'm working with. here. Okay, can you see that? Let me move. Oh, let me move my box because I'm in the way. Okay, all right, some of these attributes here, like arm power you know, scramble ability, mechanics, well, maybe not mechanics, but arm power, scramble ability, those are just pure athleticism stuff, some guys are going to work the hardest they can throughout their whole life, honestly, and they may never be able to throw the ball as hard as Giselle Riley. Or they may not ever be able to run the way Giselle Riley does, you know, breaking a million tackles and then still hitting that 4-6 speed and hopping on out of there. You know, some guys are going to work super hard and just never hit that. And so to be this gifted, you know, athletically, or sorry, athletically, that's huge. Then you throw in things like overall mechanics, smooth passer. You throw in things like decision making. You ain't going to do too much. is gonna force some things if he feels like he really needs to you know but he's also a first year varsity starter so you could chill out on that uh pocket awareness knowing what's going on around you knowing what your play is and knowing what the defense is running you know sometimes you can't teach that these are things that i am very high on you look at some of these grades they are very good you know i'm looking at stuff like timing and arm accuracy I'm going to be honest, I don't. it depends what system they run over at Golden. Honestly, it does. You know, it depends what kind of throws they're asking him to make. It depends what kind of routes his receivers are running. It depends how much work his receivers are putting in this offseason as well. You know, I know they have a running back in uh, Summers, I believe, over there, and he's a nice guy, but, like, you, you probably don't want your running back to be your primary receiving option. You just, it's never a great... Um, I guess recipe for success, not on this level in Colorado. So there you go. But other than that, I mean, he could definitely bump up to a four star, and I would not be surprised at all. You know, I do need to see some more things here. Need to see him complete a couple more throws. I want to see him in some pretty specific matchups uh, going into next year, hopefully. And so we'll we'll see about that. But Giselle Riley, I mean. What a sleeper. Like I said, just got his three stars literally this last week here. Had an excellent, and I mean excellent, performance at the Elite 11. You love to see that, you know. And so now it comes down to, all right, you know, let's see your senior year. I think a lot of colleges are waiting on offering on this kid because they want to see what he does in his senior year. You know, he's facing arguably more adversity going into his senior year than he did his junior year, which is wild. You know, um, losing a head coach and all that stuff. And so, we'll see. You know, we'll definitely see. I do want to throw out this quick comparison here. Uh, I can't even take credit for this. So, here, let me let me check the stream real quick here. Uh, coach Wes Ryan, if you're watching this man from Prep Red Zone, this is all you, and I agree with it. But we compared Giselle Riley to the starting quarterback, Arkansas the University of Arkansas KJ Jefferson you know he looks like and this is you know what he said what he looks like uh like you know maybe a slightly well definitely a slightly smaller version or a smaller version of KJ Jefferson you know KJ he's like 6'3 245 pounds uh Giselle I mean he, you know he's like 6'2 and closer to 200 pounds you know but playing style Running style for sure. I see it in the running style for sure. And then just that overall ability to push it downfield and, like, just expose defenses vertically, they play very similarly. And so I definitely have to agree with that. Now, am I going to call Giselle Riley like an SEC type of quarterback right now? Probably not. I need to see one more year, honestly. I do need to see one more year before I put my own reputation out there. Now, do I think he has the potential to get there? Sure. You know. But a lot could happen in the season. So we'll see about that. I think Giselle Riley is probably like if he was to graduate and just leave high school right now, he's probably an FCS quarterback, like a starter for a lot of teams, you know, maybe a guy that you kind of sit for a year or two. Uh I'm looking at Northern Colorado, by the way, who I know has a McCaffrey out there. Um, Dylan McCaffrey, who has one more year. And uh, I'm just saying, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool to see Giselle Riley out there, you know, learn from McCaffrey and then take over. uh, Because I think he'd automatically be the most athletic quarterback out there, probably. So, oh my God, throwing in with Bryce Vaz too, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. So, we'll see. You know, I think this senior year will be really big for Giselle Riley. You know, I think you could probably expect him to get a couple offers uh, from now until the start of his senior year if he doesn't that's fine you know go ball out focus on the season you know try to make a run at state do your best because uh, you know you did lose to the eventual state champs so it wasn't like it was that much out of con- you know out of your control here but you know do your thing there and then i could definitely see him as somebody that a lot of guys come december a lot of colleges yo i need a quarterback you know who's around who's still available who hasn't committed yet I think he's somebody that could easily gain five to ten offers in a couple weeks in December, you know, um, depending on how the season went. Uh, But also, you know, you could gain a couple offers before then. We'll just have to see. He's definitely a sleeper, one of the more athletic quarterbacks in the entire country. I think if you're a college coach out there, you look into this kid and you keep tabs on him, you know. And, you know, if you want to get a step on recruiting, offer him. I don't think he has an offer, so who's going to be the first one to offer him? who's going to be the first loyal so we'll just have to see about that but there you go that's Giselle Riley's film breakdown um like i said great kid all i hear is good things about dude honestly no all i hear is good things about dude which is which is always a good thing (laughs) because there are some players that are jerks and whatnot and probably don't deserve those uh You know who I'm talking about if you followed this podcast enough. But they don't deserve the offers they get. So, there you go. But that's Giselle Riley, the fourth, JR4. Let's go ahead and uh, switch it up here. We're going to talk, well, not too much, though. We're going to talk about another class of 2023 quarterback. If you're not recruiting Giselle Riley, you for sure should offer uh, this kid. Or at least look into offering this kid. And that is Richard Stallworth from Arizona here. Specifically from Yuma Catholic arizona uh shout out to my boy zach klein klein he gave me kind of the lowdown on uh on on this area and on arizona football a little bit here so he is a 3a football player i'm just gonna throw that out there and so personally i don't care i think he's still a great quarterback so it doesn't matter if he's 3a 2a whatever you know he's still an excellent quarterback here actually let me let me show his twitter first before we we talk about uh you know his stats because I think his stats is arguably one of the strongest things uh, in his game but here let me grab a quick drink here and then we'll get started okay so richard stalworth here quarterback out of yuma catholic in yuma arizona i assume 62 205 like i said class of 22 23 quarterback also number four like Giselle Riley. that's really interesting Uh, i did not mean to do that on person or on 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 person i did not mean to do that um, when putting together this live stream they both just happened to be number four here but uh yeah, kind of a similar build to Giselle 2 at 62205. That's real interesting. Has a 4.3 GPA. Oh my lord. Jesus. And I think that's actually because he's taking a couple AP classes, but that's real good. This dude is smart, you know. He will be accepted to pretty much any college, probably. So that's one less thing you gotta worry about as a as a coach. I know some recruiters, man. You know, there's a talented quarterback. You'd love to offer him, but there's always that question of, is he going to be accepted into the school? And that probably gives a lot of coaches anxiety. I'm not even going to lie. So there you go. Let's look at this graphic that Richard has uh, put out here. Can you see that whole thing? You can see part of it. I'll scroll down here in a minute. Um, here, let me scroll down right now. So like you said, junior honors AP classes, love to see it. GPA. I'm sure that boosts some of these. That boost comes from some of these classes. So that's big time. 6'2", 210. Believe it. High football IQ. From what I've seen so far, this dude is a smart quarterback. So that's good. You know, it looks like the head coach is his pops or someone that's related to him. So that's real interesting there. But you have the contact info. Uh, Junior season. So he is a two-year starter. Started as a sophomore. I think he had a little bit of a shorter season as a sophomore in Arizona uh, like most teams you know around the country do but as a junior he broke a lot of records first off three a player of the year congrats you know that's big time threw for 4,863 passing yards which is an Arizona record all time by the way 67 through 67 passing touchdowns he threw 67 of those also you know threw in four rushing touchdowns But he had basically 71 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, 10 turnovers. I don't know how many fumbles he had, but we'll just say 67 touchdowns to 10 picks. That's not bad. That basically means every six touchdowns, almost seven touchdowns, he's throwing one pick. One pick on the high school level. That's wild, honestly. Uh, Very good completion percentage here at 67. Love to see that. That's basically on par. 130.8 QB rating. Did go to state uh, this last year. Fell very, very short, like literally within a touchdown. And so uh, we'll look into that game just a little bit here later. But that's pretty big time. So a very good junior season. Oh, he does have his sophomore season here as well. Um, Number one in Arizona in passing yards. Number one in Arizona in passing touchdowns. Those had five touchdowns. Also threw 10 interceptions. Uh, So 10 interceptions through both seasons. Usually 10 picks is a little bit of a red flag. But with the amount of times he's throwing it compared to the touchdowns, I don't care. This dude is throwing 50 touchdowns to 10 picks. That's okay you know also was a state runner-up i believe they actually lost to the same team which oof is is tough because as i was told they are uh, snowflake is definitely like the valor christian of uh of schools i guess kind of a rich mountain town is what he said like Vale here in colorado so there you go hey go ahead and give uh, my guy a quick follow here man let's boost these followers just a little bit here, but you know, uh, he does not—or sorry, he does have one offer. Let me go ahead and go to media here. Uh, he has one offer that I saw. He has been recruited by a couple people. A skill buffs. You have Colorado coming after him. You know, you have. Uh, he visited Arizona right here. Minot or Minot, Minot, whatever Minot State. They've they've uh, you know sent him some stuff. You know. But I believe his one offer was from Adam State, which is actually here in Colorado, which is really interesting. I don't know why I can't find it here. It's definitely, he definitely got offered by Adam State. I'm not going crazy. Here we go. So this is his first offer from Adam State. That is a D2, which is not bad. You know, it's still college, but I don't. I think he's a little bit more talented than that. You know, just a little bit. Nothing crazy, right? All right let's look at his stats here. Uh, let's start with a varsity here. So, Jesus. 4,863 passing yards, 67 touchdowns, 10 picks. Look at some of these big games here. Like, If you look at all these games and then look at this last game, the state championship game against Snowflake, I, this isn't even that bad of a game, 15 of 28, you know, still over 50%, 141 yards, had that one interception there, so that's, I mean, you know, also had a rushing, or here, let me scroll down a little bit, yep, also had a rush for nine yards, you know, not even bad, they lost by touchdown, I think, I mean, this probably goes without saying, but going into next year, man, you know? I think the big question is going to be, can they beat Snowflake and win state? I think so far, Richard Stallworth here, man, has had an excellent, and I mean excellent, college, or sorry, college. He's had an excellent high school uh, football career so far, but I think, you know, winning a state championship would go a long way. But I would probably even still offer him before, because just looking at these numbers, man, for almost 5,000 yards, 67 touchdowns, 10 picks here. Let me... Let me drop some knowledge on y'all real quick here. Also, zero fumbles. There you go. Okay, I just saw it in the chat. Zero fumbles. That's what I thought, so he's good. You know, but let me let me drop some quick knowledge on y'all because here's the deal. Arizona is, I mean, they're good at football. <laughs> that, that goes without saying. They have had a couple players, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, you know, go play D1. Brock Purdy, first off, he was Mr. Irrelevant, so congrats to him. But he got drafted. You know, and so he's going to do his things with the Niners. He's an Arizona quarterback. You obviously have the big one, Spencer Rattler. You know, obviously did not quite work out at Oklahoma. Is probably going to work out at South Carolina. We'll see about that. But he's another great quarterback. Richard Stallworth is, and I don't think this is even that crazy to say right now, is the best quarterback in Arizona. And he has one offer from Adams State. So here's, here's where I'm at, you know, as somebody that's kind of part of media, you know, I, I do have connections with college coaches, but I am mostly part of media. If I'm a college coach, I'm like, the best quarterback in Arizona, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give him a scholarship. Look we'll at the other best quarterbacks in Arizona, Jack Miller, that's another one I almost forgot. You know, you have all these quarterbacks from Arizona, and I really, really think, you know, from the, some of the film I've seen, from the stats, he's the next great Arizona quarterback. So, here, I, I realized I said I was going to drop some stats on you. But I haven't quite done that yet. So, as of right now, he is the all time. Oh, well, sorry. Maybe all time is the wrong uh, word to use. But when it comes to passing yards in a single season, he is the all time leader. He's number one. 3, four, 4, passing yards. The next guy is Anthony Hernandez from Desert Edge. Uh, Back in 2013, he threw for 4,662. So there you go. He was about 201 yards over over that. So that's big time, you know. That's a record he already has. He claimed, you know, touchdown passes in a single season by Gage Reese back in 2018. Actually, from Yuma Catholic, that's ironic. Uh, I did not notice that. But uh, Gage here, you know, the starter before Richard, he threw for 64 touchdowns rich here obviously threw for 67 touchdowns it's pretty good you know now uh passing yards in a game i believe at least for maybe the 3a level he, he has to have tied it you know because i believe it's like either seven or eight and he's thrown for both well okay jesus let me scroll down just a little bit here but you see this here let me move You see this little span in the playoffs here. Starting against Kingman. I I think this is October 22nd. Seven touchdowns. Next week, Wickenburg, seven touchdowns. Payson, seven touchdowns. Round Valley, eight touchdowns. This is um, right before State. To get into State, you do two touchdowns. So some of these games are playoff games where he is popping off. And not only is he beating these teams, but he's beating the out of these teams honestly you know and so that's wild. so that's another record he possesses as well now some upcoming records that he might get let me go to career here so on his career thrown for 8,666 passing yards let me move this over Um. oh wait no touchdowns is right there whoops I almost missed it and then has thrown for 116 passing touchdowns uh, passing career So this is all time in Arizona. Uh, The guy with the most amount of passing yards in a career, hey Spencer Rattler, a five-star quarterback back in his day, from 2015 to 2018 threw for 11,083 passing yards. Right now he is at 8,606 passing yards. So he needs 300, or uh, sorry, not 300, 3,000 passing yards to go ahead and break Spencer Rattler's record, and that'll be his. And he might, it might even be by a little bit more because his first year as a starter, back in 20, uh, yeah, 2020, he threw for three, a casual, yeah, a casual three thousand eight hundred three passing yards. So if he could do that as his first year, then, and then you know throw for 4,000, basically a thousand more yards the next year. And he could probably throw for three thousand passing yards, and so he's on pace to break Spencer Rattler's record. That's huge. Um, yeah, there you go. Completions attempts. I'm not gonna go ahead. Or uh, actually, no, it's right here. Yeah, I will. You know what? I will go ahead and talk about completions and attempts because I think he's in the running. Let me move my box though. Okay. Uh, pass completions, seven hundred sixty-four. That one. Uh, those are completions, by the way, held by Spencer Rattler 2015 to 2018. You know, he also leads, you know, attempts with 1,228. Right here, 800 passing attempts, 531 completions. He's about 200 off. Uh, 230 off. You know, that's another record that he could potentially break by the end of his senior year. Uh, passing touchdowns. This one is the one passing career record not held by Spencer Rattler, which, you know, I, I don't think he, I, I don't know how close he was to this one, to be honest with you. But this one is held by Chase Cord uh, from Sunrise Mountain. 137 passing touchdowns. He is at 116, so he literally needs a third of of the touchdowns he threw this year to break that one. What are, you, what are colleges doing right now? Oh, my God. You got to offer this kid. You just, I mean, if you're just looking at stats, you got to offer him, right? Um, I think that's that's what I meant to say there. But, I mean, this, the film doesn't lie either. You got to be kind of good to be able to, you know, uh, rack up some of these records and be on pace to rack up some of these records. He's on pace to break almost all of Spencer Rattler's records. The wild thing is... Spencer Rattler might be erased from the record book because of Richard Stallworth. A five-star quarterback might be erased from a record book because of this kid, who has no stars, by the way. So there you go, 24-7. I'm doing your job for you. But let's go ahead and look at his film, man. Like I said, I started a little bit of it here. We'll go back to the beginning, but let's look at his film. We'll watch the whole thing in 70 minutes. I mean, this dude threw like 60, 70 touchdowns. So, ain't no big surprises here. Move myself over here. We'll react to the film. I might do a little bit of grading here, but we'll react to the film here because this dude was, I mean, phenomenal. So, here we go. Boom. What a strong. Jeez, he ripped that one too. So obviously, if you're a quarterback going for a crazy amount of touchdowns, you got to run the spread. And You know me. I love spread quarterbacks, man. I mean, spread is the future. That's the basics of next level football. So if you're running wing T or whatever the hell, you know, like that ain't, that ain't going to cut it, bro. To play on the next level, you got to at least know how to run the spread. Jeez, what a beautiful. Good. Okay, let's run that back real quick. Let's run that back real quick here. Is this the play or is it the next play? It is this play right here. Okay. Corner. Safeties. Uh, This looks like cover two. and It's man as well because everyone's manned up right here. This safety is looking at the quarterback. Obviously, he's playing this receiver because everyone else is on this side of the field. You know, and plus, uh, it's not his responsibility to watch the side. It's the safety right here. But this safety is literally looking at Richard here. And when he releases this, let me go back just a little bit. Nothing crazy. When he releases this, he is not quite open. He's about to get a step on one of these two, you know, but he releases it, keeping in mind that he has to run almost 15 to 20 yards to catch this. And so first off, it's a lot of trust in your receiver, but it's the right amount of trust because look how on the money he puts this thing. Right in the back of the end zone, over the corner, over the safety for a touchdown. We're going to keep this thing going because there's like 16 minutes of film. But good God, that's just a, I'm a better thrower than you play. I'm a better player than you play. And man, like the ability for this offense to go vertical with this kind of talent, good throw over the middle. Love that. Is, is absolutely insane. There were like three linemen offsides on that one. That's okay. Way to step up. Great delivery. Would have liked it a little bit closer to the sideline, but that's okay. Way to step up and deliver a good ball. Catchable ball. Nice little out route right here. You really put some power on that too. Oh my god. In time. I wish this receiver stood up though. Or stayed up. Over the middle. Can't fault it, can't fault it. Oh my god, good accuracy. Go, what a good throw. You had to aim for the sideline, you just had to. Just one-on-one. Easy easy read here. Way to get the ball out quick. Kind of a quicker release, too. A little, uh, a little bit of a wind up, but that's okay. Say a little bit, but stop. I think this dude just me makes up for it with his throwing power. Oh, accurate throw. That was an even bad defense. Woo! Wow, he was getting tripped. You can't I can't stop it because I wanna I wanna make sure I don't go over my time, but good way to step up and deliver a great ball. He's he's strong enough where he's getting hit and the ball is still on time. Way to roll out here. Had to stop a little bit, but he was also under pressure. I don't blame it. That was not a dangerous though. He was open. Good good throw right here. Little intermediate route, you see a lot of those in this offense. The duo eye, Yup. we're gonna outrun the defensive tackle. Hopefully, you can outrun a defensive tackle. Good job. (laughs) That's not that's not supposed to come out of shade. That's something you not a lot of quarterbacks are able to do, or some quarterbacks are not able to do. I shouldn't say not a lot. These outrounds are his bread and butter, and I. I like that a lot. Obviously, that's a bread and butter of any spread, but there are some quarterbacks that don't, that don't throw that ball as much as they should. And not accurately, either. It's also good scheming by the coach. I'm going to give him credit. Could have been a little bit ahead. He had to stop for that. That's okay to step up step into this though really step into this though these quick slant routes man that's just excellent timing oh i don't know i i wouldn't have thrown that but good play by the receiver i'm gonna be honest he's hitting some of these comebacks too man This is wide. Man, this is a good play by the receiver. Another thing I'm looking for when I'm evaluating is how much work is the receiver doing? Because he could have like three or two D1 guys. But a lot of these deep throws, man, are making up huge chunks of these passing uh, percentages for sure, though. Ooh, that's a hard throw to make on the run. He had to come back. I mean, it's a comeback route, so obviously he had to. But that's a good throw. Now, this is a touchdown throw on what looks like a comeback route. Don't see those every day. I, I, that angle was weird. I don't know if that was a comeback or an out. That's okay. Oh, a little? <laughs> hey, that, that quarter could have jumped that. Just a little, a little ballsy there, but that's okay. No offers, huh? I might need to look at his film later. Okay, I that what I was waiting for a fade route though because I was like he's had to have thrown the fade, but well, that's a good ball. Good job stepping up and delivering. This is going to be on time. Well, his base was a little wide there, but well, that's okay. Here we go. Okay, okay. So I'm seeing D2, D3 offers from some of these receivers. Still next level guys probably, but maybe not quite, maybe not quite a power five guy. That's okay. was kind of staring down that receiver if he didn't move over to the safety which was the right move that corner wouldn't have backed out like that timing on these short routes are impeccable though which is the bare minimum good throw Like it. I could dig it. I could dig it. Kinda wish that running back was looking the other way and picked up that block. That would have been a good opportunity to step up. Quick little swing route here. Oh man. It's a good catch. Oh, one of his rushing touchdowns. There you go. Not a, so. If I did have to nitpick here, wouldn't exactly call him a dual threat, but that's okay. He plays quarterback, so you don't need to be, but would like to see him maybe scramble a little bit more. Like I said, it's not really a priority. I'm I'm more nitpicking than anything. He's an excellent thrower. He could, when he has the time. I mean, he's he could rip off. Pretty much any deep throw you want, and the way he maneuvers in this pocket is pretty, pretty next level too. I like that a lot as well. Another out route. Here we go. A couple, couple nifty moves. Oh, beautiful. Way to keep your eyes downfield and buy yourself time too. Nice. That had to be a, that had to be the throw. You had to stop your receiver from colliding with that safety. Could've pushed that closer to the sideline, but that's okay. Oh, that's a tough throw to make. Ooh, a little throw on the run action. He's mobile enough. That's honestly what matters sometimes. You don't got to be Lamar Jackson, but you got to be mobile enough to not be a stick in the ground. Good job there. Great timing. Got it right into his receiver hands for that. Right as he turned around. A little bit... A a, a little... You could have waited a minute there. (laughs) Oh, is he going to... Ooh, that's an accurate throw. Go looks here. Oof, that's a, <laughs> a little pitch back. Okay. really interesting. They run a lot of these outs in the red zone. I don't hate, you know, if you could scheme him open, screw it. Get an easy touchdown. But the number of out routes I've seen go for touchdowns, and it's not even the receiver breaking it off, it's just them getting schemed open is excellent. Way to get your feet right. And then delivering a good pass right here. Nothing you don't even have to be flashy. Just get your feet right and then deliver it. Oh I I would have looked at that I think it was a post out there. But that's okay. A little ambitious with some throws. Other than that, he does make a lot of good decisions, especially when he's under pressure. Which is something you love to see out of your quarterback. Some quarterbacks, I mean they can't they can't really rift or a um, playoff script like that. They fall apart, and it, it shows, you know, that they're not used to playmaking when things are just a little crazy. Would love to see a couple more of these uh, little jump ball fade route throws, though. Not jump okay. Not jump ball throws. Don't, don't be hunting those, uh, you know, matchups. But, like, fade route throws is what I meant. Accurate throw here. Mm. That's a tight throw. Good job. Oh, could have had a little bit more juice on that, but that's okay. Oh my God, man! When he when his mechanics are right and his I think he has a little bit of a habit of having his base a little wide at times, especially when he's maneuvering around. But when his base is right. He will, he will take off the top on any play. like this throw on the runs. Good throw here. Another little thing over the middle. So, so far, over the middle, we've seen a lot of slay routes, a lot of drag routes. Would love to see more digs. That's not a bad ball to throw, but he was definitely hunting that matchup. <laughs> you can tell he is right here. And sometimes that's okay, but you could look him open too. Oh. Jeez, he's like a He's a well balanced football player. Not getting knocked down right there. That was a bad <laughs> Go by the TV. He was wide open. That's alright. Would have pushed that closer to the sideline, but that's okay. Because he was sitting on it, so you gotta be ready. Throw on the run is definitely the strength of his. He's like, he's just agile enough to go ahead and make somebody miss, and then deliver a fantastic throw. Makes the right reads too. When things are falling apart, this little post route is like, his god. He could hit it if it's open. Little post corner. Love to see that. Where it looked like a post corner. I don't know if it was, but it looked like one. Another instant of just throwing his receiver open. So, I mean, you know. slight it around. It's 101. DB was playing too far off. Oh, good job here. If you could have put in a little bit more juice to it, though. That was a weird route ran by the receiver. Okay. I'm going to start typing in grades, but I'm going to let this play out here. Because I am... Oh, it's almost done. Because I'm pretty positive on a lot of these grades for... uh, Richard Stallworth here. I'm I'm pretty positive. Let me play this. Alright. A lot of film to look at, which is good, you know. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to make it up to Arizona. Or probably not to watch some of these games, but I love to see the film, love to see him just run, you know, his offense, a spread offense, and he, it looks, obviously, he did a good job here. Uh, if he didn't, then he wouldn't have made it to state, or through, for like, you know, 70 touchdowns, but pretty good job here. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute up here, and then type in some of these grades, so y'all enjoy these highlights. Alright, let's, uh, let's talk about it, man. Here, let me start these highlights from the beginning, and then we'll talk about it. So, as these things go, 10 categories, ratings 1 to 10. You know, if you want to look for a breakdown of um, how we do a rating, you can look at uh, what I said earlier on in the stream, honestly. So, there you go. But here, yeah, let me move this over. Okay. So, arm power, I don't question his arm power at all. I think he has a very strong arm. There are some throws, man, where, like, he is muscling this thing, man. And he's, like, rifling it to tough spots. This play right here when he throws it deep is super impressive to me. I mean, it looks real effortless. I mean, look, I'm not worried about his arm power at all. I think he has the arm power of a four-star, maybe even five-star quarterback. So, I gave him a 9.4. I think he's kind of on the edge. Um, The reason it's probably not higher is because I have seen stronger arms, you know, and uh, there are also times where I feel like he could push the ball a little bit farther, but maybe he's aiming a little bit or the timing's just slightly off. Um, Or, well, usually it's really just the accuracy. And so I I would like, uh, well, I'll I'll talk about how he could improve that, but I'd like to see a little bit more consistency, uh, at times especially when he's maneuvering around that's that's what I'm talking about that's uh that's what his uh, arm power feels like it's just uh, not as good as it is obviously when he's like you know set and throwing you know because he'll maneuver around and set but the arm power is just not quite the same so there you go 9.4 though uh just very good in general I'm not worried about it at all accuracy gave him an 8.3 there are some times where he throws some extremely accurate throws man extremely accurate Uh, especially deep as well but then there are times where like you know it's a little bit behind and some of these short throws you see that or on some of these throws where he's maneuvering around and then he's trying to find a comeback route or something like that it's a little behind or something um or on some of these deep throws as well and so i think i just want to see a little bit more consistency that's why I'm giving it an 8.3. I think that's still fair. That's still pretty good. That's like kind of... That's a three-star quarterback, you know, basically when it comes to accuracy. But I think his arm power makes up for a lot of it. So I'm not even tripping like that. So there you go. Time out those. Some of the best I've ever seen, honestly. Gave him an 8.8. I think he's real close to a four-star talent when it comes to that. Not a five-star, but definitely a high three-star, four-star when it comes to timing. Especially... On some of these combat routes, deep routes for the most part, I would say 85% to 80% of the time. If it's a deep throw, you know, it's on time, you know. Uh, Or even when he's maneuvering around, like, there are times where he still throws it on time. And it's just perfect, you know, because the receiver's turning around, ball's there, boom, there you go. You know, and so love the timing on his throws especially on these out routes, especially on these short routes. If you're a college coach, you know, timing is everything, you know, uh, if you want to be a starter on the next level. Timing is definitely everything. And you got to be able to run the bread and butter of uh, of a lot of these college offenses, which are spread-based. You know, so we're talking comeback routes, hitch routes, slants, uh, out routes. Those are the basics, really, you know. And so he has shown the ability to easily run that. And so I ain't even really tripping about that. Uh, reason maybe it's not higher. Uh, timing when he's, like I said, after his maneuvering around could be a little bit off. And then there are times where he's just dropping back and it's just slightly off in general. So, eh, you, know, you know, there you go. But very good timing in general. Uh, 8.8. There you go. Overall mechanics and fluidity. I think were some of his... You know, accuracy issues at times, not all the time, but at times. And some of his, uh, I guess, well, yeah, timing as well, you know, if there are some, would come from mechanics and fluidity. I gave him an 8. You know, it's still pretty solid. He does a good job getting the ball out, engages his body, does all that stuff. I do think there are times where he does have a little bit of a wide base. And so if you have a wider base or a narrow base, you know, that usually takes some juice off the ball. And there are times where, you know, base is perfect, boom, he's going to put all the juice of the world on it. And then there are times where, you know, the ball it, it doesn't quite, you know, come out with the same amount of juice throughout a game. And a lot of the time when, you know, this base is a little off, is when he's like rolling out like what just happened here or when he's maneuvering around making people miss and finding a guy his base tends to be a little bit wider. you know that's kind of something i noticed uh in general it's just a little wide and so you know you could probably tweak that a little bit here that's kind of me being nitpicky and then as well i think he doesn't have like the longest wind up in the world but it's still it could be faster i think i've seen faster releases that are a little bit smoother and whatnot. And so just overall, uh, a couple of tweaks here and, there, here and there. I think that's really what it comes down to when it comes to mechanics. Could change some of these things. A is kind of a tougher grade, but I think it's I think it's valid. You know, it's still pretty good. I don't think you gotta throw out the entire... Look right here. A little overthrown. If that safety was remembering, um, or remembering. If that safety was paying attention, it would have been okay. But, um... What was I saying? Yeah, mechanics. I mean, obviously, that's just what it is. Tweaking little things here and there. I'm definitely being nitpicky, but that's just how it be when it comes to mechanics. So, could be a little bit quicker, honestly. Could be a little bit quicker. And then I'd like to see that base be a little bit more consistent. So, yeah. Uh, Scramble ability. Look, I don't think... I've, I've seen him move around, you know, like get out into open field. Sadly, I don't think he really runs a 4 or 5 <laughs> Um, maybe like a late 4-6, probably closer to a 4-8-4-7, if anything. But we really just didn't see a lot of scrambling. And honestly, if he could have done it, like if he could do it, you know, then he would have. Because he's running the spread, you know. It helps having a scrambling quarterback. You have some design runs here. But I don't really think he's a dual threat. I would probably classify him more as a strong-arm guy anyways. And that is fine. You know, and so scrambling ability, I just gave him a six. Not bad, though, because he could still get out, you know, and move around and make people miss and probably do that on the next level, too. So there you go. Now, let me talk about some of these other things that kind of make up for that scrambling ability. Throw on the run. It's easily one of the best I've seen, you know, so I gave him a solid 9.1. I think he's about at a four-star with that. I, he delivers really good throws when he's uh, running around and you know, throwing kind of off-platform. And he's shown, I think this is the thing that separates him from some other quarterbacks, he's shown that he could throw on the run, and or sorry, that he could run and then throw it like 50 yards downfield or something crazy like that. And really not blank. You know, he'll do it. Like, he'll maneuver around and then throw a bomb on you. And to have that ability, not every quarterback does, you know. Um, most of the time, you kind of got to be given a good gift. When it comes to slinging this thing. And so, you know, that's why it's probably not a little bit higher. But usually very accurate. And also on time, too. You know, when throwing on the run. So you love to see that. Uh, Pocket awareness and movement. I think these two are hand in hand. Uh, Look, awareness gave him a 9.2. Movement gave him a 9.3. When it comes to awareness, he knows where the pressure is coming from. And you know he knows where the pressure is coming from. is because he's moving away from it. And he's anticipating defenders coming at him from different spots. And then he goes ahead and makes a move. He goes ahead and makes a move, makes somebody miss. You know, and you see him do this quite a lot. He does a really good job stepping up in the pocket and just being efficient. Just like right here, you know, sidestepping, sidestepping. Throws a little dig route. Well, it ended up being a dig route, basically. I mean, And then right here as well, you know, throwing, making this throw right here. He steps around. He does a good job maneuvering this pocket, you know. Um, So I'm not really like, I'm not tripping about it at all, really. His pocket movement's nice. And his awareness, it looks like he understands where the pressure is coming from. And that's really good. You know, just from some of the small movements he does, you know that he could sense that pressure. And then also, just like this though, I mean, not afraid to go ahead, stay in strong and take a hit. And, you know, deliver the throw. But he's not going to do that too much. You know, he's not going to do that like a crazy amount or whatever, and feel like he needs to stand there and deliver the throw. He's going to buy himself time if he legitimately feels like buying himself time would, you know, allow him to not get lit up. Just like right here, scrambling out, outruns the defender. Like I said, maybe not Lamar Jackson, but he does just enough to be mobile. So. That's why his awareness and movement is up there. And I'm pretty picky when it comes to awareness and movement, but I really like his pocket movement. He moves well, uh, moving up and down and then laterally as well. So absolutely love that. And then, I mean, obviously, he's not just moving just to move. He's moving with intention, for sure. And that comes with awareness. So there you go. Frame and size. Gave him the same as Giselle Riley because they're basically at the same. Frame and size. Uh, 6'2", 205. Seems a little bit more top-heavy, you know, but I don't care. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I don't think it matters. Um, But he definitely has a frame that could hold up on the next level. So if he's taking, like, a million hits and the college doesn't have a great old line, you know, then he could definitely take him and not be out for the season. So, so yeah, that's pretty good. But overall grade, I actually gave him a higher grade than Giselle Riley here because I do think he's just a... Uh, Stallworth here is just kind of a better passer you know a smoother passer and so i gave him an 85.1 giselle had an 83.1 uh look here let me i'll actually i'll let this play out here uh but here, here's the deal with richard Stallworth here i think if you are a college coach you know you look at this kid and you're like okay you can't run read options with him not really because he's not like like, he's, he's not going to average, like, 50 rushing yards a game or, or whatever on the next level. He doesn't even do that on this level, you know. But he's a good spread quarterback. Strong arm, maneuvers the pocket well, relatively makes good decisions, you know. And, you know, he gets the ball to his receivers when it matters. And when everything is breaking down and he's getting blitzed and it's chaotic in the pocket and the defense is doing their best to be uh, just chaotic and uh, disruptive, he is calm, cool, and collected, and he does a relatively good job. Now, if I am a college coach though, I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing, you know, 3A football in Arizona, I mean, it's not like, you know, those big five schools – Uh, or whatever schools in Arizona, like uh, like Chandler, Hamilton, all that like, Pinnacle, he doesn't come from one of those schools, and he's not playing that kind of competition, so you do kind of got to keep that in mind, and so I could see where some hesitancy is, but when you just watch this dude, though, it's like, okay, bro has a cannon, you know, he also does a good job manipulating the pocket as well, when things are breaking down around him, so... I, I mean, I would probably offer him because I don't know how many other quarterbacks could do that. There are a lot of quarterbacks that do that, you know, but I think really for Stalworth here, I mean, continue to work on that mental game. Uh, Decision making to give him an 8.5. I think, honestly, to take your game to the next level and separate yourself from other quarterbacks with strong arms or who do similar things that may not be as athletic, you know, start looking off safeties, start manipulating defenses. And he does do that a little bit in his film you see like flashes of that throughout his film but i would i would say hey you know obviously you know if you have a good matchup or not with your receivers and dbs that's obvious but to be a next level guy you know you want to look those guys open you don't want them to i mean you don't want defenses to you know attract or to a receiver that you're trying to go to you know, make it a one-on-one situation. Make, if possible, make every throw a one-on-one situation. If possible, you know. Now, obviously, you can't always do that. Things are breaking up, you know, breaking apart around you and could be pretty chaotic. But, if possible, look your receivers open for a one-on-one situation. Because, legitimately, I feel like he could pretty much make every throw. If it's one-on-one, he could make the throw. He's shown that he could do that. You know, that's his bread and butter. But to take your game to the next level and show like yo i'm a smart dude as well watch me manipulate this defense into doing exactly what i want that's what's gonna separate him you know and then obviously winning state over snowflake as a career goal you know you lost these guys two years in a row in state eventually they gotta lose you know beating somebody three times is a lot harder than beating somebody one time for the culture you know what i mean So, yeah, I think winning state would go a long way in his recruitment. Um, And then, I mean, obviously doing camps as well. You know, you want to do those, get out there, go to lead 11, perform well there. I think that's where you could really showcase, you know, your passing ability. You know, his timing is pretty good most of the time. I think I'm a little worried about his accuracy at times. You know, there are times where it's like, eh, you know, it it could be a little off and that's okay. Now, half the time, it's because he's looking like he's hunting a matchup, you know, and that's okay. You know, that's being a smart quarterback, you're hunting the right matchup, you're trying to get it to guys who are going to win, you know, who are going to win their matchups. But at the same time, I mean, you gotta look these guys open, throw accurate balls, and do that consistently, you know, and so, uh, so we'll see, we'll see about Richard Stallworth obviously rooting for this dude. I mean, offered by Adam State, but I really do think he's a D1 guy. I look at him, him and I'm like, okay, you know, he could probably play at an FBS school. I could see him play at an FBS school. Most likely, he will have to redshirt and then maybe even wait another year or two, depending on the situation at that specific school. You know, I think that would be the accurate thing uh, that would happen just because I think coaches are going to wonder, you know, what is 3A football in Arizona like? Like, how how well is that going to translate into what we run here at D1, you know, FBS or FCS? If he goes to an FCS, he could start for a couple of teams, probably. Um, or at least compete, you know, after his redshirt season, for sure. But definitely somebody that, you know, might need to sit, learn the playbook. And then when you roll him out, you just kind of got to hope he runs your system well, you know. Uh, well, you hope that with other quarterbacks, but I think the bare minimum, run the system, no turnovers. I think, if possible, even the going into this year, this will help him out a bit. Try to throw for under ten interceptions, you know. Try, and if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You know, don't don't worry about it too much. But it's not a bad goal to have. To try to get under ten interceptions, it shows that you are improving as a player if you do that. You know, um, obviously. Like I said, I personally I don't care. If you're throwing 60 touchdowns, it's still 60 touchdowns. You know. I'd be more worried if it was 60 touchdowns to 20 picks, to be honest with you. But 10, you live with that. So here's his here's his final grade here. I think this is pretty fair. I mean, this is a kind of more or less a raw reaction. There are times where I'll look at it and I'll like, you know, I'll look at his film over and over again, try to find some game film, and I'll tweak it. But I think this is probably a pretty close representation of his game probably um it is in my opinion but that's my opinion so uh so there you go a strong arm quarterback could play in a lot of different systems you know traditional ones, spreads air raids for sure you know i think that would definitely help him out too you know could play in a lot of different systems and so you like to see that going to this next year i mean it will be his third year as a starter you kind of know what he does as a quarterback i think the biggest thing will be like all right you know where's he at me- mentally where's he at mentally is he gonna lead this team over that hump you know and if he doesn't you know how does that game look how does he look in defeat you know and sometimes how a player looks at defeat is more telling how they look at victory so we'll see and you know sometimes how they react to defeat says more than how they react to victory right so we'll see about that but honestly all the best to Richard Stallworth here, man. He's a talent. You know, he's somebody that a lot of teams would love to have. You know, a lot of teams look at this kid and they're like, okay, you know, like, I let me start him, you know, or let me give him a chance. Let me throw him out there and just see what happens. You know, so so we'll see. But best of luck to him, best of luck to Giselle Riley the fourth as well. That'll basically wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner Podcast. Thank you so much for rocking with us. You know, uh, a rare a rare Saturday live stream. We'll be trying to do more of these, just breaking down film and whatnot of some of these great players. Uh, if you haven't yet, go ahead and follow us on Twitch. We are really close to Affiliate. We are getting there, hoping to get there by the end of May, basically. That's a really big goal. That'd be big for us. It would help us with money, too i'm just gonna be honest with you but yeah so follow us on twitch subscribe to our youtube channel this whole uh uh, stream will be on there so if you're watching you know this stream on our youtube channel go ahead and like this video subscribe to that and then follow us on social media that's playmakers corner on facebook tiktok instagram twitter all that great stuff for updates for tiktoks we'll probably make tiktoks of these breakdowns as well but uh yeah thank you so much for rocking with us You know, have a great Saturday. Happy belated Mother's Day. And we will, or I guess not belated because today's Saturday. Happy early Mother's Day. And uh, you know what? We will catch you later. Hope you're doing well.